Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Today in Security from Wired. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from TD Ameritrade. Meet their newest trading platform, Think or Swim Web. It has all the essential tools and strategies in a streamlined interface. No download necessary. Think or Swim Web. Trading streamlined. Visit tdameritrade.com slash thinkorswimweb to get started. Fleeing WhatsApp for better privacy? Don't turn to Telegram. Because the chat app doesn't encrypt conversations by default, or at all for group chats, security professionals often warn against it. By Andy Greenberg Last weekend, Rafael Mamoun hosted a digital security training workshop via video conference with a dozen activists. They belonged to one Southeast Asian country's pro-democracy coalition, a group at direct risk of surveillance and repression by their government. Mamoun, the founder of the digital security nonprofit Horizontal, asked the participants to list messaging platforms that they'd heard of or used, and they quickly rattled off Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, Signal, and Telegram. When Mamoun then asked them to name the security advantages of each of those options, several pointed to Telegram's encryption as a plus. It had been used by Islamic extremists, one noted, so it must be secure. Mamoon explained that, yes, Telegram encrypts messages, but by default, it encrypts data only between your device and Telegram's server. You have to turn on end-to-end encryption to prevent the server itself from seeing the messages. In fact, the group messaging feature that the Southeast Asian activists used most often offers no end-to-end encryption at all. They'd have to trust Telegram not to cooperate with any government that tries to compel it to cooperate in surveilling others. One of them asked where Telegram is located. The company, Mamoon explained, is based in the United Arab Emirates. First, laughter, then a more serious feeling of awkward realization spread through the call, says Mamoon. After a pause, one of the participants said, We're going to have to regroup and think about what we want to do about this. In a follow-up session, another member of the group told Mamoon the moment was, quote, a rude awakening. Earlier this month, Telegram announced that it had hit a milestone of 500 million active monthly users and pointed to a single 72-hour period where 25 million people had joined the service. 
That surge of adoption seems to have had two simultaneous sources. First, right-wing Americans have sought less moderated communications platforms after many were banned from Twitter or Facebook for hate speech and disinformation, and after Amazon dropped hosting for their preferred social media service, Parler, taking it offline. Telegram's founder, Pavel Durov, however, has attributed the boost more to WhatsApp's clarification of a privacy policy that includes sharing certain data, though not the content of messages, with its corporate parent, Facebook. Tens of millions of WhatsApp's users responded to that restatement of its years-old info-sharing practices by fleeing the service. And many went to Telegram, no doubt attracted in part by its claims of heavily encrypted messaging. We've had surges of downloads before throughout our seven-year history of protecting user privacy, Durov wrote from his Telegram account, but this time is different. People no longer want to exchange their privacy for free services. But ask Raphael Mamoun or other security professionals who've analyzed Telegram and who spoke to Wired about its security and privacy shortcomings, and it's clear that Telegram is far from the best-in-class privacy haven that Durov describes and that many at-risk users believe it to be. People turn to Telegram because they think it's going to keep them safe, says Mamoun, who last week published a blog post about Telegram's flaws that he says was based on, quote, five years of bottled-up frustration about the misperceptions of its security. There is just a really big gap between what people feel and believe and the reality of the privacy and security of the app, Mamoun said. Telegram's privacy protections aren't necessarily faulty or broken on a fundamental level, says Nadim Kobisi, a cryptographer and founder of the Paris-based cryptography consultancy Symbolic Software. But when it comes to encrypting users' communications so that they can't be surveilled, it simply doesn't measure up to WhatsApp not to mention the nonprofit secure messaging app Signal, which Kobisi and most other security professionals recommend. That's because WhatsApp and Signal end-to-end encrypt every message and call by default, so that their own servers never access the content of conversations. Telegram, by default, only uses transport layer encryption that protects the connection from the user to the server rather than from one user to another. In terms of encryption, Telegram is just not as good as WhatsApp, says Kobisi. The fact that encryption is not enabled by default already puts it way behind WhatsApp. Telegram does offer end-to-end encryption for one-to-one chats, but requires users to enable a secret chats feature, which must be switched on for every contact individually. Starting that secret chat requires four menu taps that aren't particularly intuitive. Tap the contact's name, then more, then start secret chat, and then confirm when a prompt asks whether you're sure. Conversation history from the default chat doesn't carry over to the secret one, and you have to initiate that encryption option every time you pick a conversation back up with a contact. Would you rather go for the car where airbags work anytime you get into a crash, asks Kobisi, or are you going to go for the car where every time you turn it on you have to type in a pin to enable airbags? Why not have them on by default? 
there's going to be a time when you're going to forget to type that PIN and you're going to get into a crash. Worse still, Telegram doesn't offer its secret chats feature at all for group chats, where many of its most at-risk users congregate. It also stores all default chat histories on its servers. That adds a measure of convenience. Threads conveniently reappear whenever you install the app on a new device, but the approach leaves them vulnerable to being read by everyone, from Telegram itself to hackers who manage to breach the company's network and legal authorities who compel it to share user data. That threat of government coercion became more concrete when Telegram moved its development team and the official headquarters of one company in the Telegram group from Berlin to Dubai three years ago. Though Telegram keeps its servers spread elsewhere around the world, that location nonetheless leaves the company particularly vulnerable to pressure from the United Arab Emirates, a country known for its record of aggressively hacking and surveilling human rights activists and dissidents. When Wired reached out to Telegram for comment on these criticisms, its head of marketing, Mike Rabdonigus, responded in a Telegram message that the company doesn't store data in the UAE and has never received a data request from the UAE government. He added that its, quote, lean Dubai-based team is ready to move to a different location if it ever faces pressure. As for its lack of end-to-end encryption by default, Rabdonicus writes that Telegram's non-secret chats have features that, quote, are not possible to implement in an end-to-end encrypted environment, such as persistent chat histories across devices, very large user groups, and sending large documents and video. We're not going to cripple Telegram by throwing away dozens of its great features because some folks are misled by marketing tricks from our competitors or are too lazy to start secret chats when they think they need them, Telegram founder Durov wrote on his public Telegram channel earlier this month. But many cryptographers remain wary of Telegram's encryption scheme, even in secret chats. The company uses its own unique encryption protocol known as MT-Proto. That preference for home-brewed encryption is widely considered deeply unwise by cryptographers who've long held it's far safer to implement standard, well-tested protocols. After all, sussing out the vulnerabilities in any new protocol takes years of work and careful auditing, no matter how clever a company's in-house cryptographers may be. Telegram's MT-Proto protocol isn't obviously broken in a practical way, concedes Matt Green, a cryptographer at Johns Hopkins University who's consulted for Facebook on encrypted messaging systems. But it's uniquely weird, he says, in a way that suggests its inventors don't understand tried-and-true cryptography practices and raises his suspicions that it may yet have undiscovered vulnerabilities. It's like if everyone else in the world has agreed that we're going to use drywall to do the walls in a house, and then you've got somebody who's using toothpaste, says Green. Even if the toothpaste works and makes a nice wall, that's weird. How do you know they're not doing other weird, non-standard things when they put the electrical wiring into the house? And that's what scares me. Telegram's Rabdonicus argues that, quote, 
Telegram encryption relies on classical algorithms because we consider some approaches promoted by U.S.-based cryptographers after 9-11 and the Patriot Act, which your sources refer to as state-of-the-art cryptography, questionable. That rebuttal elicited an eye-roll emoji from Johns Hopkins Green. We use these standard approaches because they have public and verifiable mathematical proofs of security, Green says. The standard protocols that Telegram avoids have had plenty of scrutiny outside of the U.S., he adds in response to the allegation that the Patriot Act biases U.S. cryptographers who've examined them. And Telegram itself uses standard crypto algorithms developed and certified by U.S. government agencies, just in non-standard ways. But Green emphasizes that any criticism of Telegram's encryption protocol is almost academic. The real overarching problem with Telegram security protections is that it doesn't actually offer end-to-end encryption by default. If you're not using secret chats, then Telegram and anyone who hacks into Telegram servers sees all of your communications. And that's really the big problem, Green says. Signal has default end-to-end encryption. WhatsApp has default end-to-end encryption. Telegram does not. Rafael Mamoun, the digital security trainer, says he's resorted to sending every friend, relative, or even journalist or activist acquaintance who appears in his Telegram contacts a warning message. Welcome to Telegram, it reads. Telegram isn't particularly secure or private or trustworthy. Lately, as more WhatsApp refugees join the service than ever, he's having a hard time keeping up. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more security news at Wired.com security. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more – and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.